welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we thank you so much for listening in to yet another week and joining in with us here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for all the love that you continue to show us throughout the weeks, every week, and it's absolutely amazing. Show uh, me the love. You can do that by going over to our Facebook page or Twitter mm -hmm. page, mm -hmm. uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts at. If you want to rate and review, that helps us tremendously. Oh, yes. Please rate. Please, please, um, please, You can please, even please. email us if you're trying to do this, like, no social media shit. You mm -hmm. can email us. We do that, too. I know you at least got that if you're listening to podcasts online and on your phone and all. There you at least you go. got an email going. Um, like I said, we absolutely love hearing from you. And that's where, like, the Facebook page, Relative Reaction, the Twitter of with the Twitter handle, Relative React I1, or even the email, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com, all come into play. That's us yep. wanting to hear from you and actually get your input. What's working, what's not, what's good, what's bad, how does it sound, just how any... How much do you really love me? Pretty much, and you you can tell us not at all on those pages. I get it. I do. <laughs> 25 years of this shit. I understand. Uh, and then the the less for our, our ego and, and wanting to connect with you and make us kinfolk, uh, more on the business side is that write and review yes. that Mama Bryn harps on every week for mm -hmm. y'all because that really does – you have no idea. Just putting any kind of comment, doesn't matter what the comment says, and giving that five-star review – that allows all of these weird set up rankings so and stuff to come important. in play, but they like count the number of comments and people right. that take time to comment, people that take time to make that five star. Oh, they five star. They don't even read the comments, but they see mm -hmm. ooh, and they commented. They took this extra time, and that's how we get seen. Right. That's how we move up charts. That's how we get seen and be able to go onto you know front pages of different sites and the to be able to go into us. categories that are up top. That's how that happens. Do and it. That, it means Do the world it. to us. With that being said, <laughs> nah. let's get right on into all of the Bum, fun and nah. action. Uh, let's, uh, I guess we'll just kind of start out with our usual bullshitting session, yeah. as you will. But no, how was your week this yeah. time? I actually had a really good week. I went to Philly for part of it, so. Yes, I know you did, because that means I got Dozer for part of the week. <laughs> which I is had amazing fun. for me and my wife. Went to that, uh, uh, Prussian Mall, whatever the hell. Oh, the uh, King it. of Prussia. That's it. Went to that. That thing is huge. I I could imagine. I've never been, but I have heard many things. I mean, for a person who gets lost in a closet, that mall's that's dangerous. I'm just saying. Well, weren't you telling me the the story of you were just trying to get to a store that was directly below yes, you? Yes, like I you couldn't. can see it. But you did not, you were not able to get there. You're like, I see it. How do I get to it? I went there two days in a row, never made it to five below, because I couldn't freaking figure out how to get there. Which is crazy, because that means you spent two days in a mall, which anymore is hard to do, because malls are, right. are, are such a There's dying like breed. five stores in a mall anymore. There are few and far between the good malls. Like, I mean, the nearest good mall around to us is an hour away, even. Mm -hmm. Um all the other ones are, are dying and yep, yep, yep. barren or, you know, they just have absolutely nothing in it. They're falling apart. So to find not only a mall that's still up and going good that you can spend two days on and you had to have missed an entire section of the mall. I had to have. Because whatever was around that store had to be, yeah. you had to be other things around it. And that means you missed that whole section without missing, like, an experience. Like, you still got 
two I four days. I pulled up the map on my telephone and all, and it was saying, you know, lowest level and where it was, and I couldn't figure out how to find the stairs or the escalator to get down there. <laughs> That's just amusing. <laughs> You've been really. fucked in a fire. Yes, yes, I, I'd have been like, just take me now. Go to your nearest pharmacy. Where is it? <laughs> don't use the elevator. I don't want to. I just want to get out. Help me. <laughs> it's really bad for a smoker, too, because I was there all day while my husband was at work. So I would have to find exits to go and have a cigarette. Yeah, that's um, slightly difficult, <laughs> turns out. So I had like two cigarettes the whole day because I'm like, fuck it, I'm not finding an exit. Yeah, if I pass one, sure. If not, next. Yeah, exactly. But no, that would be, I wouldn't mind going up there one time and getting to just see it. That it's would be fun huge. to do. It is so huge. Several food courts. I'm like, is this the food court I was at? No, because, no, I don't think it was. No, no, I was at another one. <laughs> There's like two Starbucks in it. Oh my goodness! That's Which just good crazy. <laughs> it's just huge. No, I mean I, I, like I said, I mean my week was fun because I got dozer for half of it, so <laughs> that makes both me and my wife happy. He comes up, and except for the fact that he likes to wake us up in the middle of the night because, <laughs> for some reason, and now mine and my wife's bed is not a tall bed. No. Yeah, it's like the it basically the height of our couch. And he jumps up on the couch all the time, but for some reason the bed is just too big to him, so he won't jump up on it because he's like, that's, that's bigger than the couch. Like, I see the couch, I see the front, the back. Right. He won't jump up on the bed for some reason. So this giant dog cries until we wake up to help him up onto the bed, and that's all he wants. Two seconds later, he's snoring. Like, he, he literally just wants the... Someone help. All right, thank you. And he's out. I'm like, I'm up longer than you are now because you wanted to snore up here. <laughs> he likes to be very comfortable when he's sleeping. And we fight of who's going to go get him because we know, like, if I go get him, I'm fucked out of a spot. <laughs> yeah. Because he runs up and then he runs up to my part and curls up my pillow and goes, I'm like, I, I, I helped you. You can't help me back. I just wanted a spot to sleep. <laughs> it's like when you were a baby, me and dad would take turns going to get you in the night. That's what it's like with Dozer now. It really is. <laughs> but no, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, we always have a good time. It, my dog absolutely loves when he's around, so it makes the whole house happy when he, he gets to spend a couple nights there. there. <laughs> he loves to go over there. And then I actually got to cook dinner, which yes. sounds bad. I, I, I'm literally a trained cook, and I used to do it for years, and I have not been able to cook dinner in forever with our schedules. <laughs> So I actually got the time to cook dinner for myself and my wife, and, and I invited y'all over. It, like, it was just nice to actually cook again. That was like the perfect homecoming. It really was. Because, <laughs> you know, you get, you eat out for a couple of days, and you're kind of like wanting something. You're like, I don't want to eat out again, but I don't want to go home after, you know, five hours on the road or however yeah, long you on don't the road like cooking. and make a meal either. So that was perfect. No, it ended up being nice. Like I said, I was cooking dinner for me and my wife, and she got off maybe 20 minutes before y'all were coming home to pick up Dozer. So I'm like, that works out perfect. I'll just make make two more plates. But it did. It felt nice to have the stove going. I had three of the four burners going with different skillets. I had stuff in them. You know, I was like, this actually feels nice again to be 
to be doing belt. something yeah, in the kitchen. I was like, dang, <laughs> I kind of missed it a little. Sitting there, you know, even just something as simple as just like the prep beforehand, you know, of cutting up vegetables. I'm like, it feels nice to be back behind a knife and a skillet and like back in my element. <laughs> the only difference is in my element, I did not have, you know, five animals. <laughs> you didn't have a zoo watching you. Sure, in this that. case, I did. <laughs> and I have about, th- I would say three of them are pretty good. They like to watch me. So they're all in the kitchen. It's a very crowded kitchen. But they at least kind of stick to themselves and they just like to watch. Yeah. But then I have two. And it's not <laughs> the, the two biggest dogs. Of, the, of them. Oh, no. The biggest cat and oh, the yeah. biggest dog. <laughs> yeah. You would think it's the two dogs and the three cats, the ones that watch. No, 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 no. No. I have one dog and one cat that both like to help as yes, much as they, they can. They do. And they're walking under my feet. They're trying to get up on the way. I'm like, all right. Guys, yeah, yeah. Really, I just need to walk there. I'm gonna drop something and burn you and feel bad. Please move. I just want to get to the just want to get to the pan. Shit is burning. It's gonna go on fire. Stop it. <laughs> but that was fun. Like I said, I enjoyed something as simple as that this week. I think it was probably like the highlight of my week, just being able to cook again. I was like, oh, this is nice. I forgot I actually do enjoy this part. I used to like to do that. Yeah, I I, I enjoy that. <laughs> um, it, last week here, I want to say it was Wednesday, was National Cardigan Day, um, which falls like with World Niceness Day or something, something to that effect. But they always do on Cardigan Day, they do a tribute to Mr. Rogers. Oh, I he love it. wears cardigans and always Fred. says, you know, be nice to your neighbor. Fred so it's always like a thing him. on National Cardigan Day to be, hey, wear a cardigan in support of just being nice. Mm-hmm. Just to everyone, just like Mr. Rogers. Well, uh, hospital near us, which is kind of cool, probably because, well, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers is from Rogers Pittsburgh, is so it's a little bit even bigger on this side. But um, at the West Penn Hospital, which is part of the Allegheny Health Network around here, which they have hospitals all around Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Um, they dressed up all the infants that were in, like, the newborn room oh. for all the pregnancies that day and the couple days before, and they're yes. still there. In little cardigans Aww. in honor of it. So they had, you know, just all, all kinds of things were happening with them. All their little cardigans cool. in the room. And it's a giant hospital, so there was tons of little infants. Put little bow ties that were sewed. Like, it was just so cool to see, like, them just kind of make their own, own little twist on it and bringing them into the world on, you know, a cute level, I guess, so to speak. Um, on a not-so-cute level, I did also read... A Twinkie celebrated its 43rd year of being on display. Okay. It's in this school up in Maine. It started in 1976 when a, I think he was a science teacher, if I remember correctly, was doing like a lesson on food preservatives. That's the one to do it with. Exactly. And he was using it as an example. This is back in 76. You know, he's just doing this as an example. was showing them. Well, that just kind of became like a thing in his class where the Twinkie was always on his desk. Yeah, yeah, just they yeah. It just kind of kept it there, just seeing what it did through the years. Well, he eventually retired in 2004. He passed it along to another person who is the school dean of students and was actually one of the students that was in his class during the original Twinkie lesson. That's cool as He kind of redid this lesson throughout the years because it did become such a part oh, of his sure. class and his, like, hey, you got to get his class, Mr. So-and-so, you know. you got to listen to the Twinkie debate. Everybody remembers it, you know, it's it's a really good food preservative learning. Like, everybody learned about it then. Well, he passed it on to, like I said, someone that was actually in that original class who ends up being the 
the That's dean cool. of students, which is kind of cool. Yes. But it celebrated its 43rd year, and they were taking pictures and all that. It is still completely intact. I am amazed with a school of children that that Twinkie survives. And it's not even, like, wrapped or anything. Like, it's he unwrapped it specifically to show, show you know. The, yeah. That's so amazing. Fully amazing. Unwrapped, and it is still fully intact. The only difference is instead of being that, like, bright, vibrant yellow, it's, like, a grayish but that's it. Everything else is still there. It's still the same size. I bet you you could take a bite of it, too. You know what I mean? And not... No. No, I personally wouldn't. No, that's how you die. I bet you it would still... No! That, my friend, is how you die. Something like a Twinkie could never kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is something that could kill you? You're, you're just doing this, and it's making great segues. I love it. <laughs> I heard... I'm here for you. ...that there was an escaped kangaroo in Mississippi this last week as well. Oh, you gotta love that. You yeah. have got to love that. <laughs> I kid you not, the owner of a traveling petting zoo has a kangaroo on the loose in Mississippi because she escaped her enclosure. What's funny is it was a four-year-old female. It hopped the fence at about 3 p.m. It was um, hop, and hop, hopping away. Yes, Kangaroo Jack. Sorry. Amazing I love Kangaroo Jack. I'll never forget it. It was last seen at about 5.30 that day. So, about two and a half hours after they've been chasing it, and then they have lost track of it. <laughs> She's possibly in Guntown, Saltillo. You might even broaden it maybe to Baldwin or T Pello, which are all these towns around there. This guy was telling, like, this local paper. He's like, I'm not exactly sure where she is. Poor baby. The kangaroo wasn't even part of his attraction right now because, quote, she's not real friendly. Oh, nice. So... <laughs> That there is, is, could you imagine if you don't like pay attention to news or whatever, you wake up one morning and go out on your porch and there's a freaking kangaroo there? You're like, in Mississippi. This you're is like, in Australia dude. where they, you know, are just everywhere in Australia and in the outback. This is in Mississippi. You would what expect I to want. see a gator show up on your front porch and you'd be like, why is this, there a damn gator? No, a You know what would have been awesome? If this happened to Colorado. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dude be high as hell going, Dude, there's a kangaroo at your window, man. <laughs> You're like, dude, you are way too out of it. Stop it. I'm not shitting you. Yeah, I, I see kangaroo, sure. man. <laughs> but, yeah, they, uh, they said not to approach the 50 to 60 pound no, kangaroo. No, no. Mm -mm. Uh, he was actually attempting to search for it with a drone, but... Rough winds kept causing his battery to drain too quickly. Oh, my God. I feel like this guy is just, like, a, a comical pet. I feel sorry for this kangaroo. How's it going to get know. food? I don't know what kangaroos eat, mind you, but... I don't know. They're from Australia, not from Mississippi. I know. Watch, they never find it. It turns into one of those bunny things, you know, where the next thing you know, there's 10,000 bunnies. Okay, well, that would be self-reproducing. That's weird. Well, I'm just saying. That's a whole nother discovery show. Well, maybe it made out with a bear, and then you got a kanga bear. A kanga bear. <laughs> also, of all the animals... A bear or a roo. <laughs> the, all the animals you picked for Mississippi... Yeah, I know. I don't you know why chose I would... a fucking bear. bear just just bopped in. I'm sorry. Forgive we were already me. giving shit to alligators. All. No, you chose bear. You went all out. It fucked a bear. <laughs> I don't know what? why. Oh, yeah, I was gonna she's make, a uh, mean uh, ass woman. A bear. <laughs> she took advantage of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> there was, and it was actually also this last week was on National like the Guinness World Record Day. 
Oh, so okay. A bunch of records broke this last week. All them Globetrotters broke like six of them. There's a new oldest married couple, oldest living married couple. Um, there is, oh, what else was there? An oldest person to like do some kind of swimming challenge. I can't remember what the challenge was, but like swim across seven different channels or some sort. I I used to just love 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 reading the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes. God, I used to love reading. Some those. people think it's like reading a dictionary. I found it interesting. Yes, I found every last bit of it interesting. <laughs> yes. Did. So, I mean, there was a lot of records, but there was another record that was not from Guinness Book of World Records that happened this last week. Oh, if they won't do it. No. <laughs> That's more of my stories <laughs> later. I mean, Does this have something to do with last week's story about the dildos? Oh, God. Because if it does, Trav, just well, keep it to yourself. they came up. A couple other things came. <laughs> no. Um, in Anchorage, uh, up in Alaska, they saw two records in the same day, which, okay, that happens, right? Listen to what two records it was, though, because here's the weird part. The bear and the kangaroo. So they experienced both a tying record high temperature Ooh. and a new record for snowfall that day of the year. Oh, my God. On the same day. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, the temperature record was set in 67, uh, and it reached 45 degrees Fahrenheit which is the hottest it's been since 67. It's the only the second time it's ever hit that on this specific day. I want to say it's happened last, like, Thursday. Wow. Thursday or Friday. Like, it ha- you know, it happened last week That would have been a perfect day to go out and play in the snow. Right. It hit that at, like, 3 a.m., and then later on, it surpassed the most snow that ever fell on that day. And I guess I can't remember what day it is now. That's I remember cool. reading the whole damn article. It was, like, last Thursday or Friday, but for that day of the year, Go it ended us. up surpassing no, it by, like, a tenth of an inch of most snow also. I'm like, that's just two very... Very different. ...opposite records to not coincide. Do you want to build us? Leave it to man. Alaska. That's all I got to say. Well, with that being said, boom, boom. Um, is there anything else that you have that, that went on this week? Anything cool, fun, unique, different, odd? Besides me, no. Oh, all right then. Well, that's, <laughs> that sounds about normal. So, I guess, just like normal, we're going to go right on into ta- Travis's tunes. Yeah. Well, this year, obviously, we're on episode 74, so we're in 1974. The year where Barbara Streisand was number one with The Way We Were. Oh, yeah. It's also where Paper Lace told us about the night Chicago died. Yeah, yeah. And Brownsville Station was smoking in the boys' and room. In the boys' yes. The Jackson 5 was singing Dancing Station while we were all learning to do the locomotion from the Grand Funk Railroad. We laughed along with Ray Stevens singing the street. Oh, yes. And sang along with Elton John's Benny and the Jets. <laughs> that was taking care of business by a Buckman oh. Turn Overdrive. Yeah, baby. BTO. And Radar Love by Gold Earrings. Radar that hit the charts this year. And that's not to mention Eric Clapton's I Shot the Sheriff. Oh, good one there. I personally, I love The Joker by Steve Miller. Oh, it came out this year. Yes! Hooked Don't on a Feeling by Blue Suede. Oh, love that song. Damn. And a song that I truly, and this is where the battle was tough for me, because I almost chose this is my favorite song. Uh, and that's by Rufus and Chaka Khan, Tell Me Something Good. Tell I love something good. There's just something about that Ow! funk, like... Tell that baseline that, that was with it. However, yeah. oh, my number one pick for 1974 Ooh, I'm excited. goes to Mr. Terry Jacks with Seasons in the Sun. Oh, because even though 
I love, love the funk and the bass line and tell me something good. Oh, yes. You just, there's something about Seasons in the Sun that no matter how many times I hear it, and no matter what the mood I'm in when I hear it, that song makes me happy. Even it the verse about the death? Because that beat, maybe does the, something to you. <laughs> <laughs> you are my child! <laughs> no, just the beat of the song, and that is, it no, just that's has to be chosen as my number one. Song. For the Good 1974. Choice. Yes. Wonderful choice. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love that song. Well, like we were saying, it is number 74. 74 is the number of people who saw God at Mount Sinai and didn't die. Oh. Uh, it is the atomic number for Tungsten. A okay. 74 was a third-rate warship that had, you guessed it, 74 guns. Oh, yeah, there we the are. The current Dodger and franchise record holder for most saves, might I add. Kenley Jansen wears number 74. Lastly, to be classified as a hurricane or a typhoon, the storm must have sustained winds of at least 74 miles per hour. Ooh. So now let's blow you away with this week's episode. I like that. I was thinking 74. What the hell is he going to pull out of his ass for 74? I dig deeper and deeper <laughs> every week, let me tell you. The higher the numbers get, the bigger a pain in the ass it is, and the more I wish that... On episode, like, three, I decided, maybe I shouldn't do this every week. <laughs> this isn't such a good idea anymore. <laughs> but now I'm 74 episodes into it, and I'm pretty You're fucking like, invested. I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah. Now I'm just invested into it, and I am <laughs> regretting every choice of that. <laughs> My first story is, Spoitz... Spoitz. Okay, spoitz. let's try well, that let's again. some Spoitz in there, yeah. Spoitz. It's like Sports. a Brooklyn, a New Yorker going through puberty. We'll just get some Spoitz, yeah. The Spoitz. We're going to go down to New Jersey. I love me Snooky. <laughs> That's Jersey shit. That's why. Okay, sports equipment or weapon? Hmm. Are we right. talking like jock straps? Use your own Because that's too different. <laughs> we toss it like a salad. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Damn. Great movie reference, but wow. We have already, I'm sure everybody has heard about the Browns and the Steelers fight last Thursday where uh, Miles Garrett used the helmet as a weapon on Mason Rudolph. His helmet, by the way. Yes, but... Did we hear about the Falcons beating the Carolina Panthers 27-3? You go. 24-3 or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. We won. We won a game. <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> and speaking of fights and sports, Kyle Busch just won a second NASCAR uh, championship series thingy today. Did he really? Or I don't like him. Never have. I know you don't. But he won his second <laughs> second ever one. Hope he chokes on an M&M. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I thought about that, so I went and I dug. a sponsor in like 10 years. I know, but it, the first <laughs> thing that popped in my head, okay, I go with it. I dug deep. <laughs> I found other altercations in sports where the equipment has now become the weapon. You know, I feel like you probably didn't have to dig too deep. No, no, actually I, I didn't. Have, I'm just I maybe I just dug a little, I'll be honest, because there's went, a lot. You brought your equipment to go dig and then turns out they were just all out there in the field. You were like, oh well, all right then. I had to pick and choose. <laughs> okay. In two thousand and seven, Red Sox pitcher hits a catcher with his bat. Yes, I actually remember that. <laughs> this blow caused permanent nerve damage to the catcher and 
he collapsed in the dugout and was rushed to the hospital. Yep. That night, it ended his career at age 28. Damn. Damn. So, I'm just saying, whoever that Red Sox pitcher was, you ought not do that. Yeah, Bats well, is dangerous. I believe uh, you can go ahead and say former. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure <laughs> of that, yes. And in 2000, Bruins enforcer hits opponent in the head with a hockey stick. That's right, baby. That's hockey. I love it. Okay. Is it bad that that one doesn't sound near as bad as the pitcher hitting with a baseball bat? I know. Mind you, both giant wooden sticks yeah. are people that have very great strength. Uh-huh. Like, it's not that the hockey stick is going to... Oh, that's nothing. That's just a little... That's so- just a it's little Just as bad and just as strong, but for some reason, when it's in hockey, it turns yeah, like, it's like, oh, yeah. all right, it was a good fight. He's probably hey, still there. Good job. Good enforcer. <laughs> probably got, what, two minutes in the sin bin? We're good. Okay. Five minutes. Five through blood. <laughs> yeah, okay. This, uh... Bruins hit the man in the head from behind after chasing him down on the ice. He caused a concussion. The guy tripped and had to go to hospital, obviously. I mean, hello. Yeah. And the Bruins player never played in the NHL again. Is it bad that, again... Comparing that to the baseball story, much more surprising. The baseball, I immediately knew, yeah, he's former. I remember that story. He he hasn't pitched since. That one, I'm like, oh, wow, he never played again? That's, damn. That's just horrible. They actually took it serious for once. Wow. Wow. It's more surprising to me. It shouldn't be. It should be just as bad. Maybe in 2000, so many people were saying, hockey is so nasty. Anyway. That shouldn't be so, that should be. No, not if, a surprise. I, I should be like, well, fuck yeah, you grabbed the hockey stick and beat him upside the head. Like, yeah. you're right. That oh, means, you know what? I don't think you're meant for this anymore. Mm-mm. You have anger issues. Yeah, you need to go see somebody. Take a pill or something. Okay. <laughs> In 1979, the Bruins and the Rangers game erupted into a two-team fight. A fan smacked a Bruin with a rolled-up program at the as he was leaning over the... <laughs> yes, well, this Bruin didn't really stand for that, so he immediately went up into the stands, picked up the fan, removed the fan's shoe, and smacked him upside his head with it. <laughs> yeah. He was that suspended the... for eight games. <laughs> that is the greatest thing ever. I like that there. one. That fan probably was like, well, shit, I ain't never going to a game again. That'll uh, teach you to smack somebody with a roll-up also, program. how were two out of your three stories with Bruins? I, yeah. Boston, guys. Chill. There's a reason why we give you shit for being so angry. <laughs> Boston. Oh, you guys got settled Your down. Your fucking little, little. team was in there twice in her three story or her, her, <laughs> yes, her three were. clip story there. <laughs> Go Boston! Like, <laughs> damn. There was a couple of. That one was my favorite story, though. It really oh, that's was. That's awesome. <laughs> Just go up there, take his shoe off, and say, bam! There's been a couple bench clearing alterations in baseball. Oh, yeah. These last couple of years. Up to the Pirates were uh, oh, last yes. year, wasn't it? Yep. Was that last year already? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was last year or two years ago, but they were just in that big one that. Yeah. Was with the Reds, Baseball I think. gets a lot of good brawls going. They get good brawls. They don't get the fights. No. Like other sports, like uh, basketball, for instance. 
There, you don't get as many brawl. You get a couple good ones that'll clear right. benches, but that's usually like a one-on-one. Yeah, fight. like two people and jab get underneath and, yes. and they start banging on each other. Mm-hmm. Baseball, if it's it's one or all. That's right. When you mess it's with a one whole, player, the whole team is like, "Excuse me." You got dudes running across the field from the bullpen. <laughs> yes. You got coaches <laughs> out there. Like baseball is a different breed when it comes to that. And hockey's usually just one-on-one. Well, yeah, hockey's just it's part of hockey. I mean, unless you mess with a big guy. If you mess with a big guy, then you're probably going to have, like, three people on you. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I, yeah. And then in, in racing, it's always one-on-one. Because yeah. it's someone getting out of a car, and you get, like, pit crews trying to, like, take him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to pull him back. You're like, let him fight! Right? Like, I just want to <laughs> see him fight. It would make this so much more interesting. <laughs> well, my first story is the one-euro update. Now, okay. if you remember, a little while ago, and by a little while, I mean it's probably the beginning of the year. Okay. We had a story on Relative Reaction talking about houses that were for sale for one euro yes. in Italy. Yes, 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 I do. Well, I happen to have a great story here about some of those people that took that offer up. And Get the out. hell out. So, here I we go. I remember this. They bought it and they would have to fix it up or something. Yep. They, yes. They, they had to... No, I just buy it and let it sit. They had to right. fix it up or whatever, but they were selling for one euro to get people to move into the town. It's out by Sicily and all. That's a couple cool times ago. Well, it seemed like a deal that was too good to be true. I mean, think about it. It truly was a house for a euro. Mm-hmm. Um, well, over the past town, numerous small towns from Sicily to to the south, to the northern Alps, all across Italy kind of had this idea if the one town did it. That's not bad. It's a great way to bring in. Great revenue. Yes. People that want to fix it up, if you get it for a euro, you don't mind putting money in fixing it up. And Great idea. Well, the deals obviously made headlines all across the world. Yeah. And therefore, <clears throat> the outpour was just insane. I mean, the town's mayors were, you know, just so many phones were ringing off the hooks. Probably just Websites with people. were crashing because so many people were going onto the website of the town to see what it was like. This was bigger was than a Popeye sandwich. I don't know about all that. West fights. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Gunfight, too. Well, <clears throat> did anyone actually buy? And if so, what, what happened? That's, yeah. that's what we want to know, you know. Well, did they, they run into a language barrier? Did the, they turn out to be money pits? Did it turn out to be kind of a a false advertisement with some mm-hmm. nice red tape? I mean, it is Italy, and they are notorious for that print. red tape when it comes down to, like, paperwork side of things. So. Right. Well, we caught up with a couple of those citizens. Well, we didn't. CNN Travel did. And that's who I'm reading their stories off of. I wish we could do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, hey, right. let's go to Italy. Um, well, the first person I'm going to talk about is this lady from France. She was among the first buyers to, like, really nail in and be like, I want that. That's great. That's a hell of an offer. Well, she got for one that's uh, right in the heart of Sicily, right, where, you know, it's just... It, it, Beautiful towns, the pictures, the pictures down there oh, really yes. were beautiful. You know, these narrow ancient streets, just it, it really beautiful. It really was gorgeous. Yeah. Well, her and her husband paid, <clears throat> you know, deep euro for it, um, and it was intended for a second family home. Now, like we were saying at the beginning, most of the deals did require some form of renovation into it, or you had right. to guarantee something into it. You weren't just buying it to let it sit on land right. and try to make and more money. Right, and you had like and, a, a, and an amount of it time thing. or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, they've nearly completed restyling their 50-square-meter uh, abode. They paint the walls. They fix the floors. We just need to finish the bathroom, she says. 
they're both artisans and renovators, so they did most of the work themselves, and they said it was honestly pretty minimal work. Sweet. Uh, they have it's a beautiful two room house that is coming along great uh, for them, and they have two children. Oh. Uh, they have a fifteen square meter panoramic terrace that they show a picture of that is just stunning. The view you get from it. Uh, they'll be using this Sicilian abode uh, as like a holiday house during Christmas and summer breaks when their kids are not in school or when Freaking they're off. awesome. Yeah. So they were super happy with it and they said what conquered us the first time we visited the place was that it was just so charming she said all the locals were super welcoming uh they were you know the, the so quaint of a town like they were just they could not be happier with their investment so much so that even though they still have two young children they're still fairly young themselves they actually have already talked about possibly making this their retirement for years and years and years down the road. That's cool. So, that was one of the people. Another one, um, many uh, were purchased more dilapidated houses, but again, it's a euro, so you can afford to kind of, right. you know. he This other gentleman, he completely refurbished his place. Uh, he said, I'll be honest, I didn't buy the one euro house. He said, I was looking for something that, you know, buildings that were just so badly need repair that, you know, it was more than what I wanted to bite off pretty much. So he actually got a 10,000 euro one and invested a little bit more money in renovation, which mind you, still, you're getting a three, this one was a three bedroom house for 10,000 euro. Like, That's a hell of a deal. Still, exactly. You know, he went, he didn't get the one euro, but he still got, you know, this hell of a deal and, you know, add some more to renovation, but it was more the style he was looking for, not as much work. He said, if I thought, if I buy a not, or a, a not crumbling, but nice home, and I neatly fixed up, make it brand new again, it would last for many more years. He said, my five kids in 20 years' times would have a house that's still in perfect shape if I do it right. Not he true. said, so it's just a great place where they can live while they grow up, and they can come here with their friends, and you can use it just as, you, when you get it for that good of a deal, you don't have to worry about having no. a second house. You can afford the euro. All right. <laughs> So his plan is just to be able to use his holiday house and let his family, you know, when they want to go down there, let his family go down there. He can go down there for a couple months a year if he wants. Now, I've been to Italy, but I don't know. Do they have taxes on their property like we do over here? I have no idea. I presume as much. Okay. I don't know what they're like, though. Okay. But this gentleman, he was really happy because he came up from Belgium. And he said, people in Belgium don't relax. He's like, life here is just so, so much simpler. He said the town is cozy, the surrounding is just all nature. He's like, it is a perfect place that I can come down to just recharge and detox. Nice. He's like, just get away from the city. It's not a get city square. I see nature. I see calm. I see just, you know, it's a perfect rest. Well, there's also another person and from just over in Chicago. Oh. Uh, they were among some of the 16 buyers who secured one of the dwellings in a place called Sambuca, which is also right in Sicily. That's where a lot of these towns were. That's what uh, my husband calls my niece, Sam. Sorry. But it was famous for its Arab-style courtyards. And again, these courtyards are beautiful with some of the pictures they show. Um, well, see, this lady, she has Sicilian running in her blood, running in her veins. Her ancestors actually came from this small town. Oh, that's cool as shit. So, when 
the news first broke that they were doing this, she was like, I think this is like a sign. This is my oh, time that yes. I've been wanting to go up there for like 10 years. And that I never made so over there. She's like, it's been like 10 years cool. I've been telling myself, I'm going to make a trip. I'm going to make a trip. And then this happens. So I'm like, you know, this is, this is it. <laughs> that is cool. Well, the mayor, unable to meet these sky-high demands, because like I said, there was just such an overwhelming amount of people, they started doing auctions for the houses instead and just going to the highest bidder to where you could get it for you if no one else bid on it, but right. you're still getting a, you know, a good, you're still going exactly. to make good. We'll put it this way. Houses were sold up to 25,000 euro. Oh gosh. Yeah. Which is a whole lot more than one euro. Right. However, you're still getting a house for fucking 25 grand. Amen. Like that is still, you're still getting a great deal. Even the person that spent the most in these auctions got a good deal. So she uh, submitted a bid for two dwellings without even visiting the town. Because obviously it's very hard to visit when you're all the way in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It's quite the trip. Uh, she said her great-grandfather immigrated to the States a long time ago, and she's always wanted to visit Sicily, especially this little town, when she found out it was her hometown. So she bid on, like I said, two places, and she actually won one of the bids. She bid 5,555 euro for each of the houses and got the one located on street at number five, which... Five is her favorite number, which is why she even put that as her precise sum. As <laughs> So the fact she got the one on number five is just kind of like... That is cool. It's such an awesome, cool cool story that it has. Like, all this comes together for her. Well, she was going to go in May to finish up the paperwork and actually get to see her house and visit it and all this kind of fun stuff. But she broke her ankle. Oh. So it got postponed. Uh, she went in June, though, instead. Uh, her new dwelling has three bedrooms, tiled ceilings, curved stairs, two entrances, and from what she said, it's so different from what I expected. I googled it, and I, I looked at maps around the area, but I really had no idea what it was going to be like. And at the end, it turned out to be so much better than I ever thought. That's awesome. The balcony is, is nicer than I could have ever imagined. Uh, now, the house currently has no water or electricity. But she said it's like a blank canvas that I get to bring to life and make my yeah. new cozy home. So she's pretty pretty ecstatic with it. The ground floor was actually uh, where the stables were located back in the 1700s, 1800s that she found out. So it's really cool that, you know, there's still ropes hanging, like, downstairs where people used to tie up their horses when they went to home at night. Just all that kind of stuff. So overall, it seems that everyone is pretty, pretty well happy with their one euro purchases, at least from the three that I chose out and kind of read on and, and got to hear awesome. more about. The lady from Chicago, they should have gave her the house for a euro since that's where her ancestry and all was from. That's cool. That is. That is some cool-ass stuff right it there. It is. It's really, like I said, it was just such a cool... I was so wondering how it was going to be. Was it going to be this trap where like the Belgian guy was the most scared about like red tape of paperwork because like, yeah oh, what if something is it is a euro but then you get all of this and that you know but all three of them stated just how smoothly the process really was to buy it and that it wasn't a ripoff like the Belgian guy had the worst experience of all of them in his little one and it wasn't mm -hmm. a bad experience he just said yeah the euro houses in the town I was looking at were real bad yeah he's like were more work than I wanted to put them but so he got one for 10 for 10 grand, which is still a hell of a deal. Yeah. Put a little bit into it. It's perfect. It's three bedroom one. Like, you know, he, so he still got an amazing deal because of it. That's this lady went into a town that got 
so overran they had to do auctions so that way it was the most fair way. Mm-hmm. She got it for 5,555 euro. Where else are you getting a three-bedroom house like that? Oh, it doesn't Amen. have electricity and water. Whoopity-doo, you spent five grand. You got this beautiful house that has With a stuff. curved stairwell. Yeah. Balcony. Ceramic tiles on the oh, ceiling. Oh, Lord. You have ropes still hanging from when people in the 1700s and 1800s used to hang, you know, tie up their horse for the end. Like, so many cool things. And not to mention the historical part for her, like, being with yes. her family. Like, that's even just cool. That's awesome. That was an but amazing, from three amazing from three story. Three different areas, all with different but great experiences. I like it a lot. Yeah. All right. Now to move into our favorite part of the podcast. Travis's tunes is over. <laughs> That's funny. No. My number's We're... over too. <laughs> Today, we are gonna try something. Hopefully, yummy. I'm hoping so. Package thoughts is supposed to be yummy most of the time, according to me. I try try to hope that, but... These are honey stinger waffles. They're an energy-boosting food, like, you know, Mm. for sports people or workout people. But the reason I'm excited to try these is... Because we record in the middle of the night. Well, that too, yeah. Nothing like an energy boost in the middle of the night. I'll drink it down with a double shot. Um... (laughs) <laughs> no, you, it, they have these little waffle things with like honey in them overseas, yes. over in Europe. They're starting to get over here. Yes, they are. They're, they're like, becoming more and more. more. more but they're absolutely, they're, they're just amazing. They are. They're super sweet, but they are the most delicious. Oh, God. They're, they're good. little crack And I was waffles. hoping this here had a little something like that because it is honey flavored. It does look like it too. Like it has that yes. thin, crispy wafer. So I'm hoping that the it is. The waffle things are super thin. So I'm kind of excited. And there are three flavors, the honey flavor we're trying, oh, but there's okay. also a chocolate and a vanilla. Oh, that's interesting. So the and these are all like good. Yes. These are all organically made, so they're good for you too, along with giving you a boost. Okay. And what company is this? This was started in two thousand one in Colorado. And I forget the company's name. Is it Honey Stinger? No, actually. I, I just I've never the... even heard of them before. Like these little waffle things. No, I've never heard of them before either. Now I can I know you can go to honeystinger.com and it'll show you these along with their other products. Oh, NRG Foods. Yes, that's it. They also sell gummy bears and bars that are also protein enriched for energy. And uh, they actually sponsor, like, marathoners and cyclists and snowboarders. Oh, yeah, like the endurance actor. That's kind of cool. That's kind of good, actually. I got to tell you, I've always had... I was kind of worried. That's really good. That is. I was kind of worried because if you ever tried a protein bar... Would you stop with the goddamn protein bars? But they're disgusting. We need to do... A special on package thoughts. Mm-mm-mm. I need y'all to get behind me and tell Marlboro to do it because if it's recommended, we'll do just about anything in the world, and that's, that's the god honest truth. So I need y'all to recommend it because she ain't gonna listen to me or shit. <laughs> we need to do another theme month of protein bars and find one that she will like. Like we need to go out and just try protein bars for a month and find the one that she's not gonna be like. This is disgusting. It says protein. Like it tastes like mush shit. <laughs> oh, that is really good. No, that's good. That's even better Dang. than those ones from there because the only thing I didn't like 
about mm. those little crack waffles, and it's not that I didn't like them because they are amazing, is because they're so, so sweet. They're very sticky. That's true. This is like the best of both worlds. I'm still getting the same flavor, mm. but without it sticking to my teeth and being so sweet. Like, it's just that perfect combo. That's really good. I am... I would get that. Pleasantly, extremely pleasantly surprised. Yes, I would definitely purchase that again. That would be... I can't yeah. remember the price range of this product here, but I liked it. I would try their gummy bears and possibly even their protein bar. I want to say it was only like... I cannot oh, for the life of me remember. I can't remember now, though. That's really good, though. That is some good mm -hmm. stuff. If y'all in the market for protein bar or whatever... Little pick me up. That's shit good. Yeah, try those little honey stingers. Mm, go honey so stinger, people. Great pick me up, and it's only 150 calories, which isn't bad. So if you are a, a, mm -hmm. a person that is using it for more than just us to be fat and try new things, yeah, like you're actually using it for its intended purpose for <laughs> working out and running and stuff like that. You, you know, you'll burn 150 calories off in a workout. Like that's it's oh, yeah. not a lot for what you're getting. No, that's really really good. No, I like that. I could definitely I think the see other flavors would be good, too. Getting that, like, if I'm going to the gym, get one of those, like, a, something to snack, yeah. so I'm not hungry. Okay. Dang it. That's tasty shit. All right. My second story. Sport of death. Did that sound good? Yeah. That sound yeah. A little bit, a little Grim Reaper-ish? Not really. No? Okay. That's what I was going for. All right. That's not enough editing skills to try to make that work. <laughs> Sport of death. This week, an Australian boxer, Dwight Ritchie, died after being hit in a sparring session. He was 27 years old at the time, and that just a shame because it wasn't even about. Yeah. It was a sparring session. We just had a, uh, uh, we were talking about that, what was it, two or three months ago, mm -hmm. a gentleman passed away. It was in a, in a bout, not a sparring right. match, but still. So, I wanted to look up some, some boxing or fighting mainly, not just boxing, but like all kinds of, you know, yeah. MMAs, all the fighting okay. stuff. And see, just some, pick out some stories about some more bouts that have unfortunately led to death. And it really wasn't hard to find stories, unfortunately. Boxing, fighting, things of that nature. Dude, I mean, you're literally taking your life in your own hands every time you enter that ring. Huh. Or the octagon circle. Okay. The octagon circle? Yeah, you never heard that? No, because okay. it's called the octagon. It's well, not yeah, called the you octagon say the circle. octagon circle, the squared circle. You know, the circle of death, and then they're in this... I've never heard Oh, that. my God. I feel like you're just mixing shapes. <laughs> because the fucking can't. Let's go into the triangle rectangle. <laughs> like, no, that doesn't sound... It makes no the sense triangle rectangle of fear. Okay. In 2008, a Korean boxer got a brain injury during a match. He actually won the said match and then died immediately champion. following the match. See, you, you know, it's really hard to make jokes when you're talking about fucking death. Like, I feel bad. <laughs> Try to make yeah. jokes on everything. You say, and then he died. Death is not bunny trap. <laughs> Could have pulled an eye out. Okay. I've been to many, dealt with death a lot in my life. <laughs> and I will tell you this, comedy has got me through a lot of it, up to and including at funerals where I have made jokes. 
It is very and not natural. In bad taste way. by any means. Like that was very natural just, for the human body to turn to humor at a time of crisis. Just like is. I remember when my grandfather died, he was a much like myself. He was very much a joke turtle. Yeah. We were literally making jokes at his funeral, and it mm-hmm. wasn't in bad taste ones. We were quoting his jokes because it was right. like, those are the memories we have, and then you start laughing. Yeah, you can't help it. In 2003, Brad Rene died almost instantly after receiving a barrage of hits to his stomach area during about. This one didn't even have, like, brain injury. Most of them are brain injuries. I guess you, like, you hit it have just something right. that, yeah, you can and it literally something. ruptures... Yeah. An appendix or a spleen or something. You're, you're a gunner, obviously. You're literally poisoning yourself by the second. Yeah. First female in the ring to die was Becky Zerlantes, who fell after one single blow to the head and just never woke up. Damn. Yeah, just so. Whoever her man. opponent was, I never want to fuck with her. You ain't kidding. Dude, one, one blow, punch, she gone. Bam! Bitch, please. Like, oh. I ain't ever want to mess with that chick. No. I am scared. <laughs> in 2005, La- Lavender, 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 however you say his name. It's Lavender now. Mr. Johnson. Purple. <laughs> oh, Purple Johnson. <laughs> yes. My man. I love it. you got Purple John. Yes. Go on. Yes, he does. Collapsed in the ring. This bout was called... See, and you really fuck up my high when you go, yeah, Purple Johnson. He collapsed in the ring. It's a sad thing. He had three children, beautiful wife. <laughs> Lived in a nice suburbs. No. Screwing that shit up. <laughs> the bout was called, but his opponent continued to hit him even after he fell. So... You know, the the ref discontinued the bout, and the the gentleman who was down on the ground won by default, but didn't really win much because, well, he was dead and stuff. So See, and that's me. Now, that other guy should charge with... with yes, murder. I agree with you. Not murder, manslaughter. That's manslaughter, right. I agree with you. Similar and things, different charges. Look them up. There's a difference in legalities and speaking. A televised one, which... I watched because it was at the time that I watched boxing with my father religiously. They had Monday night fights on USA. We were always there Monday night to watch it. In 1982, my favorite boxer, Boom Boom Mancini, won a bout with Duko Kim. Duko Kim. Who collapsed right after and died, unfortunately. And then... Kim's mother committed suicide three months later over the death of her child. And Boom Boom really just, he came back after a while. He won some, lost some, but he never had that same get-go that he once had. You see, you killed a man. And then his mother commits suicide. Yeah, that's got to be leaving you, leaving you with a little bit of guilt. Even, I mean, obviously he didn't mean it, but, you know. It's a weird atmosphere. Yeah, I was surprised at how many deaths in the ring happen. Like, I don't, I just, I, I've never, but I've also never gotten into boxing or UFC or MMA. And it's not that I don't understand. I don't know. It's just, I've early never, 80s were some of the best boxing. Because I love to watch ever. hockey fights. I watch hockey fights all damn day. But those ones are like of passion. Though, I, I just don't understand. 
like boxing and MMA and mm-hmm. UFC, like there's a lot of technicality and like I admire the work and technicalities behind it. Like right. I give them a lot, but for me, I could never imagine wanting to go into a fight without the passion. Like when I see fights out on other sports that aren't a fighting sport. It's out of pure passion and rage of the moment and the game and just the intensity. Not that that makes it correct or right or better or whatever. But there's just a difference in the atmosphere. It's like that you just feel that like, wow, like you just know it's after something about it. I can never imagine setting myself up and studying someone. And, hey, how do I beat this motherfucker up? Let right. me study him for six months. Yeah. Like that to me just blows my mind. Like I couldn't get it doesn't make sense to me. It's amazing, and it's unfortunate because you can't you can change perhaps some of the rules or whatever, but it's nothing. It's a it's a sport. It's a it is the sport. Yeah, the idea of the sport of boxing is to to get in a damn good punch to knock them out. Right. Your whole goal is if you can get a KO. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's the number that you will be most known for. How many? Exactly. Holy shit. Like, look at Mike Tyson. He was known Amen. as the KO King. Right. Why? Because that was like, holy shit. One dude, punch Tyson, from him. Wow. You know, he can knock you out like that. You know, how do you go up again? Like, that is what it's known for. So I said, it's weird to me. Like, I admire it because I think it's so fascinating. And it's one of the most physical, not only in, like, the... And the, all the training they do. That's why I said that's it's one of awesome, the most physical. Yeah. And I don't mean it just in, like, the fact because it's fighting... Right. But because of the cardio that goes into it, Amen. the muscle building that goes Amen. into it. Amen. That, to me, is like some of the It was the, most... the Boom Boom match, actually. After that death happened, they changed the number of rounds. They lowered it. I can't remember what it was and what it was changed to. But uh, it was lowered after that. After that death. <clears throat> I can't remember what it was lowered to. Ten, maybe? I cannot remember I have for no the life idea. of me. I just, like I said, it always fascinates me with them, just the amount of pure athleticism mm-hmm. in those guys. Just between I'm the muscle you, building and the cardio and the this and the the specifics remember, to learn, like, especially when you get into, like, MMA style. Right. Where they're going after one specific style. Like, and they just know every technique and it's yes. so technical. Like, it's amazing to me. I just... When the Wii first came out, we purchased it. We had it in our home. And, yeah, uh, you punched me. Yeah, I heard the mess shit real well. I had <laughs> we a bruise on me. <laughs> we had the the boxing one, and I'm telling you, it was hard to pretend with a freaking Wii controller. I was out of breath. Yeah, and that was three rounds for those. Not yes, the, that's not, like twenty like years ago. Rounds. <laughs> I was like, dang, I can't imagine the cardio they go through. No, I remember that very well though, because I remember getting a bruise on my arm because someone doesn't know how to virtually do something. <laughs> no, I do not. I she gets closer and closer to me and <laughs> yes. punches me into a wall. That's my mother. Almost put out the TV while I was bowling on it. I'm like fucking eight. <laughs> getting thrown into a damn wall. I am a dangerous person in, in virtual reality. <laughs> dangerous. Tennis shit comes flying. <laughs> it's Wii Sports. God damn it. I get a little into it. That's <laughs> well, my next story is going to be breaking Arkansas. It's already broke. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, the reason why I call it that is because the story I'm going to tell you literally just sounds like someone watched too much Breaking Bad. (laughs) All right. We got some meth. 
Yes. Yep. Yes, yeah. we do. We're going to start with the instructors, Terry Bateman, who's 45, and Bradley Rowland, who's 40. All right. They were charged with manufacturing methamphetamines and using drug paraphernalia. Methods. Now, obviously, we all know meth is a very highly addictive drug. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston, Mace right. Matt, save for his cancer treatments because he can't afford it because welcome to fucking America. Amen. But that's a whole nother fucking story <laughs> right there. Anyway. Well, that's several stories. But they were both associate professors of chemistry at oh, Henderson yeah. State University, a liberal arts school of about 3,500 students in Arkadelphia. Probably made some of the greatest meth you no right. teeth having people ever tried. Well, they... They are now on administrative leave, if you can imagine that. <laughs> Why it sit holding cells? <laughs> the Science Center had been closed on the 8th of uh, October, actually, because of a report of an undetermined chemical odor. Now, obviously, when you're dealing with chemical labs, they shut it down because it can be oh, any yeah. one of 8 million yeah. things. You're college, so you're testing how much and learning how much. Like, that is what it's there for. It's not only to teach new people, but you're also running your own studies. It's what a college does. It's how you learn things. Amen. That's how we make breakthroughs. So, weird smell. Obviously, they get shut down. They go, well, something's not right. right. Yeah. Something a little jiggy here. Well, testing revealed an elevated presence of benzyl chloride, which, again, if you've ever watched Breaking Bad or lived in the state of Missouri like me, <laughs> you know that is a very key ingredient in meth. <laughs> it's a very inexpensive and versatile chemical that you can use for a number of things in a real chemistry lab or for Beth, <laughs> um, they ended up finding, you know, they obviously they were doing research into it, why was their levels high, everything like that. And for the safety of our students, faculty, and staff uh, is their top priority. So they continue to cooperate with authorities when they found the drug paraphernalia and everything Surprise! else. Now, unfortunately, the sheriff has not responded to any requests for comments or anything on them. And they are also not entirely clear on whether the chemical smell is what prompted the investigation, like, right. that they ended up finding all of this stuff in there, or if they were already suspicious kind of, of them. Yeah. That they're not sure on. What is a shame is the one the one guy, I can't remember which one it was, actually just got uh, recognized earlier this year for celebrating 10 years at the university and all. Nice. So that's, what, that's the crazy part, too. These guys weren't like necessarily bad professors quote unquote I mean, right they, they are but like yeah they weren't bad teachers or to the staff they were just you know, making meth on the side <laughs> like something i'm curious about since they were making meth at the university right yes it does appear that way <laughs> that's the that's what i got from it a great lab that should they be charged with like what would you call that be charged with corruption of a minor somehow or something because what if that would have exploded which is very common in meth labs uh-huh with children there well, i know they're college kids but a lot of them are under 21 or that's the, isn't a minor under 18 maybe huh? yeah minors anything under 18 yeah you might be right there okay so okay. i don't know how that would work i'm, I'm just sure curious. they'll get a whole oh yeah solution yeah, yeah. About on them when they figure this out. So. I don't think they're gonna make tenure. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure they're looking for two more associate professors now at the yes. university. If you happen to have a degree, I I know where they're looking. Yeah, you like chemistry? <laughs> okay, oh, I know what that means. Lush club. Now for my last story. 
Believe it or not, it's going to be about sports. You all know, right. All I can think of is your theme this weekend. It's very violence in sports. It you're, is you're, the the violent side of sports, isn't it? Yes. Hmm. Everything you've said so far. And I don't know why I lost clip yet, but I'm maybe presuming. I'm just a violent person. You're just not realizing this. I talked about a story of you throwing your eight year old, nine year old son into a wall from punching One time. him. That's all it takes. <laughs> My daughter in law said she was scared of me. Well, hell yeah. I, I done told you. A little you. teeny five foot nothing woman. Okay. You've heard the phrase general giant. You've never heard of, you know, <laughs> this nice midget, this gentle midget. Like, no. No, you're scared to death of that shit. <laughs> That's not nice. But anyway, I was thinking. There's the a book that I read. Small people. There's a book that I read that I, just makes me think of the stuff you're reading this week. And I feel like you would really <laughs> like this book. It's called Sports from Hell. Oh, I would. It's an awesome book. I can't even remember the gentleman that wrote it right now. I, I can't think of the top of my head. But at least you got the title. I can look that up. It's. I have it. Oh. It's it's on my bookshelf. I know it is. Um, I bought Surprised years ago. I haven't read it then. It's, I often go library picking through your bookshelves. Oh, that's fine. I do the same thing to yours. So it's, <laughs> my wife does it. Like, it's, it's a nice share. Just <laughs> it's our own little personal library. It is. Um, no, but it's hilariously written, too. But he goes off of like just these crazy ass sports that you would not believe are actual sports, and he tries them out. It's amazing. That that is exactly what this is about. Oh, really? Yes. My last story is called Sports. Really? All right, keep going. Yeah. See, these are these sports are all invented at some time or another, but perhaps perhaps these sports really should have been left out they're not exactly you know basketball baseball kind of sports <laughs> no there is and these are all legit sports like they have sponsors cricket there is a purse at the end for the champion i'm still going with cricket because yeah. that's me is the weirdest that shit's weird and i okay, try England. i want to learn it like seriously if any of you know cricket teach me because i want to learn that fucking that sport because it bothers England. me that i can't understand it Fooly. It reminds like it me, me of and a I game <laughs> we played when we were young called Rundown. That's what it freaking reminds me of. Anyway, the first one is Beer Pong Olympics. Hell yes. Yes, baby. I've Only heard of this. in the USA. Fuck yeah. Yes, the Olympics. I mean, there is a purse at the end of this. Yes. For the unbelievable. I want to know how you sign up for that. <clears throat> I, yeah. The Pro Mini Golf Tour. That does not surprise me. Yes, you can make a living at mini golf. I swear it. People do. I wonder if they still wear the crazy outfits in mini golf like they do in real I feel golf. like you have to for mini golf. Yeah. I feel like in golf it's encouraged and mini golf it's a requirement. Yeah, like, mini golf, they're like, do it. Professional mini golfer, you're wearing something stupid to make me you laugh. You got this? You are going to make Ricky Barnes look like he should be on the cover of GQ. Go through the clown's mouth, over the windmill, <laughs> and wear a stupid <laughs> outfit. That's what needs to happen. Ice golf. Yes, they needed some damn sport to play in Greenland, and this is what they came up with. Ice hockey wasn't good enough. Curling no. wasn't good enough. No. Because I feel like this is a mixture of the two, and I'm confused. They needed the their own. They wanted something that was theirs, Travis. Okay. So ice golf it is. I'm just imagining swinging a club on a freaking sheet of ice. 
<laughs> God, I hope they wear helmets. God, I hope they have video. <laughs> yeah, really. And you can. the blooper reel has yes, to be amazing. You can look all of these up online, and they have videos and YouTube and all. It's amazing. Zorbing. This Zorb one you got to look up. Huh? This, just think. Zoyberg? Hamster balls. I'm on Zoyberg. I'm on Futurama Zoyberg right now. No. no, and I don't mean, wait a second, don't think hamster balls, because no. <laughs> if I, how many times? What the hell kind of sport is that? How many times have you been told, don't think of hamster balls? You know the giant ball We're you put church, the hamster in, and then he rolls it? Well, it's like that, except with people. Okay, just don't think hamster balls. Okay, boss a ball. Just think volleyball on a trampoline. Oh, okay. That would be kind of fun. That would, I, yeah, that would be. I kind of like that. I would yes. get a kick out of that. Under, I would hurt myself. I would, <laughs> yes. I would go all out until I broke a bone. I would definitely break some, but it would be fun in the meantime. Worth it. Yes. Underwater hockey. Huh? Whatever floats their boat, babe. I don't think it's floating. It should probably sink. Under gotta go underwater. Water hockey. Really? Really? Why? I don't know why. That's what I want to know. I want to know why. What, baseball, football, soccer, that's not good enough for you? I'm okay with, like, in hockey, you can't just play on ice or on the field if you can't skate. There you go. Like, there's two very popular hockey renditions of that. Weird shit, man. <laughs> Cycle ball, soccer on bicycles. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, that'd be kind of oh, weird. Be that's what that would be, kind of weird. <laughs> I'm just sticking thinking something and somebody spoke. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Cheese rolling. What the hell? Yes, rolling. That's got to either giant a, be rounds. a Wisconsin thing or B, be something out in like France, Switzerland. It is. It's out in one of those European countries where they get these rolling giant wheels of cheese down the hill. And the first one that gets their cheese down at the bottom of the hill while still having it, and it's you, winner! You get cheese. Then a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. You're a winner. Come on. Bog snorkeling. Bog? Yes, snorkeling? bog. Like, like a, a swamp. swamp. Yes, exactly. Swim meets <laughs> in a bog. Huh. Could you imagine trying to speed swim through a freaking bog? Most of them aren't even deep. No, you're right. A They're not. not. But think of all deep. the roots like, how do you from the trees. Swim? Well, I'm just thinking, how do you swim in, in Well, it's snorkeling, so you're obviously water. not going very deep. Because a bog's usually two, three feet right. maximum. Like, it's, it's not a deep thing because there's roots and trees. Like, there's too much shit in the way. It's not deep. And It's just marshy. Correct me, but isn't there, like, alligators and shit in bogs? Well, I mean, yeah, but whatever. That part of Well, I see, much. I don't want to go swimming with alligators. The snakes would bother me more. And I'm not afraid no. of snakes. Just, they're hard to see in bogs and all. Like, they, they'll snap at you. Alligators, you've really got to fuck with them for them to get mad. Okay. I guess the price of bulk snorkeling, I don't know. And finally, (laughs) yes, it's real. What is the sport of bulk snorkeling? What are you trying to do? You are literally racing from one end of the bog to another end against somebody. So I can just stand up and run? No. you got to snorkel swim it. I'll wear a fucking snorkel while I run. I don't care. (laughs) Put little flippers on. I'm coming! <laughs> I'm coming, mommy! Okay. Look like a bad Forrest Gump is what I look like. <laughs> Finally, the sport of shin kicking. 
What, Just what it sounds like. What you pissed just... off five foot woman <laughs> made that up? Have and this you, is why people don't like you. Why people have you, you ever accidentally hit your shins? Yes. It hurts like hell. Yes. So I'm not going to go and have somebody kick me in my shins on purpose. No. One time, and, and I always regret this. We were passing out flyers for, I believe, a church at the time onto uh, windshields. And it was getting darker. And um, I was running around trying to pass out the last few. I was there with my friend Joanne. Um, and I kind of ran into somebody's toe hitch <laughs> uh, with my shin. I'm going to tell you right here and now, I said some very... Very unchristian-like things. <laughs> things that are not in the Bible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why you would do that on purpose, I just have no idea. I don't know. I have hit my shin off of, like, equipment before working on it. Like, if it's a Chanel, like, I step over it or I, smell, or I open it up into it, and it hurts like fire. Mm-hmm. It is not pleasant. And it doesn't go away like instantly. Dude. You know, some things you do and they go away. This one is always like, oh, ow, ow. Goddamn bone, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, my last clip of the day is going to be yucky balls. Is that a sport? <laughs> this might be. Oh, man, it's one of them sports they only show on the special channels. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. It's 12-year-old. Oh, um, yes, sir. Okay. Not hamster balls. No, <laughs> Think anyway. hamster balls. Well, there are these things called bucky balls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they're popular toys sold in the form of metal spheres, and they're, like, magnetic, so they can be stacked in any shape. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, there was a, a child uh, that forced them up there while he was exploring his anatomy. Oh my lord. And by up there I mean up his up his dick. <laughs> I got what nothing. in the free world? Now he wasn't rushed to a hospital until two months later because he was experiencing severe abdominal pains. I know you're thinking, how are you in pain? And he couldn't walk by the fridge without all the magnets going right to his junk. <laughs> Could you imagine him over in the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Mom! Mom! What? It's a fucking 12-year-old, man. Sorry. Well, uh, the urologist, Dr. Wang Young, said the pieces were very difficult Wang, to retrieve due sorry. to their magnetic properties. I am God, such a child. Damn it. I'm trying. They tend to slip when you're trying to grasp them, and then they form a large ball-shaped cluster. <laughs> <sighs> At first, it wasn't immediately clear to medics what was actually causing abdominal pains. Because, like I said, this is two months later. Um, and he sure so ain't gonna tell nobody. It wasn't until the doctor like kind of pulled him aside and like tried to ask, start asking him like more in depth questions, like what you can tell me anything. I just I need to know so I can figure out what to do. And that's when he admitted that about a little over two months earlier, he had inserted bucky balls into his urethra, which is where yucky balls came from. <laughs> Because, yucky. Because, <laughs> ew. They had to actually fill the, his bladder with air so they could retrieve them. Oh, my gosh. Um, the boy was actually from 
Wuhan, Wuhan. It's the capital of the Chinese Hubei province. Um, he is expected to make a full recovery and everything like that. Nothing, you know, forever or anything like that. Just this story that should haunt him forever. And God, I hope it does. Because I don't know what you do in your free time. But if you are a Chinese listener, in your free time, I don't care how bored you get. I don't care how many buckyballs you got. I don't care the anatomy you're exploring. Guy, gal, I don't care. Hamster, it doesn't matter. Keep it out of your orifices. Do not insert shit into the urethra. No, no. See, I'm not even a guy. And I can sit here and tell you that if I was, I would put nothing in a urethra. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. I mean, they, they got his little extra. 31 of those things. Holy shit! 12-year-old boy. All that mag... He could tell you true north. He needs to have... His father needs to sit down and have the fucking talk with him. So he doesn't end up exploring goddamn no, anatomy think, and sticking shit up there. I think a doctor of psychology <laughs> needs to talk. have a very good talk with him. Very <laughs> good talk. Because if not, we're going to hear about him at <clears throat> later. I mean, maybe he'll be a professional by then. I don't know. A professional what? Yucky baller installer? Yucky baller installer. <laughs> Think hamster balls. <laughs> Shut the fuck up with the hamster balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that is all I have. Thanks, Dr. Um, Lang. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness well I'm if you are still listening <laughs> god bless your soul god bless you bless you man cause I don't know how hell you are <laughs> I hope we got to make you laugh I hope you enjoyed it with us today um sorry about the death and stuff yeah I, I got an update and some balls in there for you though so that's that <laughs> there's always a bonus factor in that <laughs> I think I don't know a boner factor <laughs> met a guy named Purple Johnson there you go <laughs> some shit happened some death some happiness some life we talked about babies at the beginning that's like a sure shit. sure 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 <laughs> I hope you have an amazing week yep. thank you as always for listening make sure uh, just like we said at the top of the show like we say at the end of every show mm-hmm. make sure that you are going over to any of our social media outlets yep, yep. you can look up Relative Reaction Pod and you find them all um, if you're wherever you listen to your podcast app, if you want to go that extra step and rate us that five stars the comment that helps a lot on a business level but even if you can't do that I would much rather be always ranked zero and get this great kinfolk just village talking mm-hmm. more than any day of the week. I mean, I, I do want to move up the ranks and all, yes, but it's even more important. If you can only choose one, I want to hear from you. I do. Yes, I do. Definitely. So make sure you're talking to us and everything like that. Letting us know what we can do better, what we can do different, what you like, what you don't like, what are your thoughts on the stories, everything like that, all that good oh. shit right there. Let me know how awesome Travis's tunes is. Um, no. In real talk, though, let me know, like, what, what would be your favorite song from 74 if you start looking them there up and thinking go. about yeah. it? Stuff like that. Let us know. We want to hear what your thoughts are on these crazy sports and shit like that. Yeah. So, as always, make sure we are huge, huge, huge animal lovers Yo. here. Not uh, into bestiality, but animal lover. Not like hamster ball lover, but like animal <laughs> lover. 
Big difference, trust me. Don't think of hamster balls. Uh, <laughs> and make sure you stay and neuter your pets, cut those balls off, and some of your relatives. relatives.